0: December 5th 2016 the that's debatable podcast what are we talking about we're talking about college football Of all haters, we're gonna call it This is the start of season two. Season two, episode one. Uh, we decide we're gonna give you a little bit more structure, uh, help the format a little bit. Uh, joining me this week, as usual, is David King in Las Vegas. How's it going, David?
1: It's a little chilly over here. I'm not liking this, uh, this weather.
0: <laughs> Ironic from Vegas, but that's what happens when it's December. You gave me the desert breakdown a little bit where it's, you know, compared to Southern California, it's hotter when we're hot and it's colder when we're cold. Sucks yeah, the you suck. Guys are,
1: you guys are pleasant and we're just miserable all the time.
0: <laughs> well, you save a bunch of money on gas as far as cooking if you want to cook on your driveway. I'm going to hold that against you. One time you got to do it. I want to see a video of you making bacon on your driveway.
1: Okay, we'll upload it to the podcast.
0: All right. <laughs> the 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 bacon driveway episode all right so uh we're gonna start us off each of us is going to take a little take a minute to have an opening remark and then as far as your opening remark uh the opposition will have some rebuttal time but it's monitored so we don't get carried away uh david opening opening remarks from david
1: so I, I kind of going to keep it local here and start talking about a, a new pro team in Nevada. Whoever thought would that would have happened? It's it's insane. But um, the pro football, or I guess pro hockey team, we are getting the Las Vegas Knights. So pretty excited about that. I mean, we play at T-Mobile Arena, which is a newly built arena for them. We knew we were going to get an expansion team, but we finally found out their name. So that's pretty cool. It was interesting to see. All of the stores in town. It's weird how the day after they uh, announced the team name, everywhere had the jerseys and shirts. Everything was already loaded in. So um, you can get your apparel now. But uh, I think it's going to do really good things. I think the cool thing about Nevada, especially the Las Vegas area, is that even though we might not have the biggest population when it comes to our you know, city, the amount of people that visit Las Vegas, just Las Vegas triples the population every single month. So with our population about 3 million people, over the course of 12 months, we are sitting at about 36 million view, uh, visitors. So I think that not only are they going to be able to capture a local market when they come into Vegas, but they're going to be able to capture a huge um, tourist market. So although our population doesn't seem that big, I think most of the games will be sold out, if not all of them. I know we had... Um, when they, when they started announcing the team, they, they already started selling season tickets, and they sold out of season tickets three years before they even announced we were going to get a team. So pretty exciting, and I think it's going to be really good, and I think it's going to show other teams that this is a good market to be in, and I'm hoping it just uh, leads into more things to come, such as the Raiders hopefully moving here, and maybe a basketball team in the near future as well. Interesting.
0: Uh, it, what is your view, and I guess as a Vegas local, on the – Mascot being the Golden Knights. Is it a positive or is it a negative?
1: I mean, it's. I think it's kind of nice. It would have been cool to see if them tie it into, you know, the Las Vegas market a little bit. Maybe doing something like the Aces or, you know, the Gamblers or something like that. Something that might could tie it to the local market. But I could see why they kept it Black Knights. And I think it's kind of a test for the Las Vegas Golden market. Knights. Our, sorry, Golden Knights, sorry. Um, I think it's a test for the Las Vegas market. And saying that, you know what, if you guys don't sell out the games, we're going to move it. We have nothing tying us to Las Vegas, and they can move it anytime they want. But I think that they're going to be pretty excited with the the turnout that they're going to get. But I I think it's just, I mean, it's a test market. No one's ever done anything in Nevada or Las Vegas before. So it's kind of exciting to see, but I think it's going to be a a really positive positive thing, not only for Las Vegas, but for the NHL as well, kind of giving them a new market and a lot of viewership that they didn't have before because of all the tourists that come here.
0: Valid point. I think uh as far as the the casual comedic fan, everyone wants everyone wanted to see the Vegas strippers. And then you'd have the stripper ice girls wheeling the Zamboni around. You'd have, you know, The stripper cam where, you know, the, the mascots going around, you just have hilarious. It would be great. (laughs) If they were making a spoof hockey movie, that would be the fictional, uh, Las Vegas team name. Definitely. Yeah. So my, my opening remark is I just want to take a moment of silence to honor the, uh, mourn the loss of the professional soccer team that, uh, champion uh, that crashed and had uh, 75 of 81 uh, people on the flight die. Uh, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more coverage or at least some honor going on in the United States, but I think just uh, because it's a, you know, we haven't played any of those teams, no MLS, no, none of that. It's not directly related, but I think as, as a sports consumption market, uh, I I wished it would have gotten uh, more publicity and at least some outreach or acknowledgement from uh, a higher-up body. So we're just going to take a 10-second moment of silence for them. Thank you very much. All right. Now we're going to get to the hot-button litigation issue. Obviously, everyone knows the college football playoff came out today. Uh, The top four teams in order were Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Washington. Those are college football playoff teams. First angle we're going to get as far as the correct four teams in. Do you think that these are the four teams that should be playing for the playoff?
1: Personally, I do. I mean, I think they're the strongest teams in the strongest conferences. I'm not going to argue with that. The one thing I would have liked to see, however, would be an expanded system, but I know we're going to cover that in a little bit. But, I mean, there's no real argument here, from my side at least, that these are not the teams that I would have picked, especially with the wins that have happened. And I mean, if you look at it, they're all one loss or or no loss teams, so that's what I'd pick.
0: All right, I I I agree with you there. To me, um the what what comes to my mind is that uh you have a team that Washington the the issue is revolving a lot or the concern is revolving about the the non-conference schedule um difficulty. And Washington had a very easy non-conference schedule, but because they played in the Pac-10, their overall strength of schedule was 4 in the country, so higher than a lot of the other teams. higher than a lot of the other teams that were uh in the playoff. I know it was the opposite for Alabama. It seemed like they their conference schedule was going to be a really strong and they had far and away had the the best schedule and resume, but the SEC turned out sucking. So lucky for them, they had a strong non-conference, but I think being at the top and winning every single game in dominant fashion is what kept them in. Uh, to me, I I go with overall strength of schedule rather than looking at a specific portion of... Non-conference strength of schedule because if you have a team that knows, okay, we are going to have an absolute gauntlet of a conference schedule. That's all—all all four of the Big Ten teams that were in there, um, the Pac-12 teams. All those teams had very difficult conference schedules because their conferences are so strong. So to me, their non-conference doesn't weigh as as much in as long as, you know, if they go undefeated. So Washington, to me, having those three kind of cupcake games as a lead-in, that was their warm-up. And then when they needed to perform against top teams, they did um, against, you know, in, in their conference. Their one loss being SC, and SC is in the Rose Bowl now um, as the number nine team. So their, their one loss is to a team that's now in the top ten that's a very – and a conference championship, so that's very So my conference. question
1: to you, I mean, <clears throat> out of the top ten, there are uh, – even out of the top seven, top eight, top eight, out of the top eight, four of those teams are from the Big Ten. Yeah. Do you think that they gave Big Ten too much credit for what it is? I mean, it's hard to say that four out of the top hundred teams are from the same football conference.
0: That's an interesting – Interesting question. To me, a lot of it is, you know, it it goes back to the same type of opinion that uh, a lot of people had of the SEC is that these are all the best football teams, you know, in this conference, and or you know, all the best football teams are in this conference, and so it's okay that we have a lot of SEC teams because they're better than other people. Uh, the big the Big Ten, I think this year. Their their non-conference wins, if you look at those teams, uh, Ohio State went to Oklahoma and beat them. You had uh, Michigan throttled Colorado. Um, Yeah, just the teams that had their non-conference wins against other conferences, they won, and they won big for a lot of those teams. So if you just take Ohio State and Michigan, they both have very strong non-conference wins. Then you have Penn State, who won nine in a row, beat ohio state which beat the best team in the big 10 so it makes sense it makes sense that they would they would be there um, but a lot of
1: those teams i mean you did you made the credit for the the colorado team but i mean you look at the pac-12 they really i mean they never get the credit i think that they deserved i mean you look at how good some of those teams are they blow out non-conference opponents too you look at usc they beat a lot of out-of-conference opponents and I mean, it's just—it seems like the Pac-12 almost gets picked on. Well,
0: it has to do with the market a little bit, you know. People have to be able to watch the games in order to have the eye test. The eye test that the committee goes by is watching the teams and seeing if the statistics match up to what they're seeing. And in order for that to happen, you have to be able to stay up for a game that starts at 11 o'clock Eastern, you know, or seven seven thirty Pacific time. And it's so you're a four hour game. they don't get their,
1: their fair due because they play late.
0: I think I'm not saying that's the exact reason. I'm saying it's a contributing factor. I think that the teams that play, uh, you know, the other the other conferences have an advantage in that right where they're getting the entire committee, you know, viewership. You know, all those people are able to view the games in real time, and uh, they're coming out first. I'm not saying that's the entire reason but i'm saying that's a contributing factor um so we're gonna let's let's move on to the interesting point here the the expanded playoff expanded playoff you had mentioned earlier yes to, to me i am completely in favor of the expanded playoff now our discussion here because i know you're in favor also is to what extent would you expand it and why so, so, shoot, let's hear it. For How me, many teams?
1: For me, I think this is the way I'd expand it. And I know that there's a lot of conferences who don't have as strong a schedule, but I believe that they deserve a chance to be in the games. And I think, if for me, if I was making the expanded playoff, you have your top four teams, which can be, you know, play in whatever it is. They, they get their spot no matter what, just like we have right now. But they also take the winner of each bowl game and they get a shot at the playoff as well. Because, I mean, you look at it, if someone, let's say, loses their quarterback for a week, they could be out of the playoffs. Even though they're the best team in college football, they had one quarterback go down one week, and they're out. It makes no sense. I mean, you have a team, like for me, let's say I was met Western Michigan this year. Western Michigan looked at their schedule, they won every single game, and there was no chance for them to make it into the playoffs. No matter what happened, Alabama could have lost five games. And Western Michigan could have gone undefeated, they would not have let them in. That's what I find is kind of a, a predicament is that you have this strength of schedule thing, which is fine, but teams, I mean, they, they would never have a chance to make it in. And I think if we expanded it out to the winner of each conference gets a chance to play, then you'd have those Cinderella stories that draw a lot of viewership. You're going to get, you know, Alabama playing three, maybe four times to win the whole championship. Alabama is going to bring its own viewership. I think that if you just expand the playoff system, not only would it be good for the schools because they're going to get more seat revenue, um, more advertising revenue, but it'll be good for the networks and good for college football as a whole because, heck, I mean, you actually know who the winner is. It's not like Alabama is just going to play inside their conference, which they obviously dominated this year. But, I mean, you just have a chance for, you know, Cinderella stories and, other undefeated teams who who knows i mean i'm not saying this would happen but if western michigan played alabama they might have won who knows because they're both undefeated teams I'm not saying that that's likely i'd give it a probably 20% chance but we'll never know That's a high, high a
0: percentage chance. that's a high percentage i would never go 20% on that one yeah.
1: but i'm just I mean, saying that i mean we we'll, we'll never know because they'll never have a chance to play
0: you you're that's that is something that i i cannot Debate the never, the never no, because never you can't ever say never. That's it's a fallacy. There's there's always some percent chance opportunity. To me, I think what's the playoff system and what's taking it so long to be implemented is the the history and tradition that revolves around bowl season and specific bowl games where uh the people that or the teams that are invited to those bowl games are set per conference. So the Rose Bowl is always Big Ten Pac 12. That's always what it is. You go to the Rose Bowl Stadium, the front pavilion is that. So that to me it's there each individual bowl game still has their integrity. So while you're trying to mimic around the playoff and expanding it, you still people like the tradition of it. If you expanded the bowl games too much, then all of a sudden you would have the chance where, okay, maybe this the, the Rose Bowl game is not this 60-year tradition like it is. And a lot of, you know, well, unfortunately you can, I that's mean, that.
1: Uh, honestly, wait, I'm, I'm just going to debate that point. You could still have that tied into the college football playoff system because you could have the Rose Bowl first round, you're going to have a team from the Pac-12, and you're going to have a team... From the Big Ten. They could
0: play. That's my, to me, that's, it's leading towards my point. My point is, and I think this year, if you were deciding on 10 teams, which I think 10 teams would be the best, you have your top four get first round buys. So you have your top four, then each of the other four, or each of those four have play-in games associated with them. Does that make sense? So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or twelve teams, sorry. That would be twelve teams. Okay, yeah. That would be twelve. Your mouth is
1: a little screwy there. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Yes. It would be twelve teams would be what I would put in there. And the twelve teams now, I think the twelve teams would be very easy or much easier to decide because teams that, are, that have been on the rise since the beginning of the season would be in, you'd be able to have every conference champion. Uh, I agree. To me, the fact that Washington was at that level, the entire ranking all the way around, and then comm- won in commanding fashion in the Pac-12 championship game with their one loss being to a USC team that is now nine, you can't take them out for another team. I like what the committee did having Penn State jump Michigan because Michigan lost to Iowa, BS game, and they also lost to Ohio State, and they didn't play in the championship. Penn State was not only their division champion, but their overall conference champion. They won nine in a row. That's a team to me, that's that's the exact reason why the playoffs should be expanded, is when you have a situation where a conference is truly that strong like Big Ten has proven to be with their non-conference wins. If you go even to six, if they put it at six, you could have both Penn State and Michigan there where you have play-in games with the top two even. Uh, it's. I think... Expanding it allows for the the development of a team to show through because it's not always the case where the the preseason. How often are the preseason rankings accurate? Rare. The end of the season is where you really see. All right, when it's crunch time, here are the best teams. And if a team wins nine in a row, what it, Penn State had? They scored. What is it? They scored like twenty twenty four 24 points in the second half allowed three, 24 to three in the second half. Absolutely demolished them. Washington was close until halftime. Killed them. Uh, Michigan are they're, they're at the mercy of being in the same division as Ohio state and Penn state having to play both of them. So they get, they get screwed, you know, eventually through there, their only losses are that, uh, I think just expanding it overall, not only being able to account for what you said about a at-large team, uh, whether it's Western Michigan this year or Northern Illinois in the previous year or Boise State, like they're always in the running, or maybe uh, BYU or something, any other undefeated team that's in a mid-major conference or a smaller conference, you allow them the opportunity as the Cinderella because— they they've done everything that they could do based on their schedule. And to your point, also the small teams aren't always able to get the big games non-conference. So what are they going to do? They, they have their schedule and they win it. Uh, yeah, I would, to me, I would expand it and it allows just for more drama, how you would be able to figure it out with, um, still accounting for the actual bowl games and the tradition is the difficult part. Um, Something something you just, you know, it's going to take time. And unfortunately, every year it's not so cut and dry. Uh, Last year, was it last year or two years ago, the TCU-Baylor year where they both split and neither got in? Or that year, that year of the playoff, there was only six teams. There wasn't like this year where, okay, you know, Penn State's at five, Michigan's at six, you have uh Oklahoma's seven now i believe USC's killing it so many teams coming on strong at the end that's not going to be a a situation that you would have every year so i think that's the other thing that the committee will struggle with is expanding or dealing with the playoff situation where they're able to have a format that will most consistently account for the best amount of teams because in previous years, I think four is four is never going to cut it. There's always going to be at least two other teams that have a legitimate chance at that, at that, at the, at yeah. the playoff outside of that. Um, so I guess lastly, um, we'll just wrap up here. I think we've we've beaten this uh, this bowl game, you know.
1: One thing I would, one thing I'd like to add, if you were to expand it to twelve teams, which twelve would you have in there? Oh uh, geez,
0: here. Let me pull this up so I don't leave. I'll, I'll
1: do mine while while you're pulling yes. this
0: up. Yes, I'd like to so, I'd like to hear your twelve.
1: So my twelve, we got the top four. I think they deserve to be the top four. Penn State, Michigan, I would have included them, giving them another shot, especially with how close. The Michigan Ohio State game was, in my opinion, Michigan looked like the much better team in that game. They I just would
0: agree.
1: Had some bad plays that just went against them, but they yeah. essentially shut Ohio State's offense down till the last drive of the game. So they got they got unlucky there. Um, Wisconsin, I would I would take a little bit further down. I might take them at twelve, but I think USC deserves to be in there with the way that they played. Um, especially the last nine games when they, you know, they started out what was it, one four, and then went for nine wins straight or something like that, just insane. Um, then uh, Colorado, um, I'd have them in there. They were pretty pretty high up there. I would drop in Western Michigan, an undefeated team. I think they deserve the spot. And possibly, I don't know who my 12th team would be.
0: You haven't said Oklahoma. They won the Big 12. It's a major conference.
1: Sorry, Oklahoma, sorry. You know, I, I, I just skipped over them. And That's then insane. probably West like- Virginia. West Virginia, a two-loss team, I think should job Florida State, Oklahoma State, Louisville. They only lost two games and all these. I mean, even Auburn. Auburn lost four games, and they're ranked above a, a team that went undefeated and a team that only lost two games. That didn't make sense to me. So I, wish, I think that they both deserve a chance to compete. All right. so those would be my my two plans so
0: well well i will I will tell you the the West Virginia losses the reason why west Vir- i mean the West virginia that doesn 't make sense to me both their loss their losses are to Oklahoma State, which is twelve and Oklahoma, which is seven so those are their two losses so that 's yeah. kind of that 's bogus louisville they were ranked really high, showing off they lost to Clemson, then they had a couple other bad losses um let's you know, I want to pull up the Auburn resume because you mentioned that just because I think it's fair to see what their their uh four losses are mm-hmm. we're looking here, they lost to texas a and m that was very strong and then fell off. they lost to Clemson, okay, so Clemson is. Ranked high, so give them that. They lost to Georgia, bad loss. They only scored seven points, and they lost to Alabama. So they and lost they got to,
1: beat badly by Alabama.
0: It was thirty to twelve. So they lost to two. They lost to the top two teams. Uh, they were they only lost to by six to Clemson. Granted, that was the uh, first game of the season, so they had a tough start. Uh, the Georgia loss—that's a bad loss. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, but losing four games, I can't take anyone that lost four games. If I did this, I would I would keep the top four the way they are. That's fine. Uh, Penn State at five. You could even make a case if you were expanding this. If you actually, if I was expanding this, I would have the conference champions be one through five. So to me, if I was doing it, I would have Alabama at one, Clemson at two, Penn State at three. Washington at four and Oklahoma at five. If we were doing twelve, so you teams, only t- you only
1: take the power conferences. You're not going to take the winner of every conference.
0: I'm not there, but it. I mean, power five for for. I would take the winner of the power five conferences for this twelve teams. So there's my first five. Six would be um, Ohio State. Seven is uh, Michigan. Then I would go eight USC. 9, I'd go Florida State. 10, I would say Wisconsin. 11, I would take Oklahoma State. And 12 would be the Western Michigan. Uh, The reason why I'm not including Colorado is because Colorado's had... I mean, it's paying attention to their games, but they had... Quarterback issues. They got throttled by Michigan. They got. Throttled. got throttled
1: by Washington.
0: Yes, they they got throttled a lot, and um, and that's knowing if we were doing it right now that their quarterbacks injured. So that.
1: What I about do, West Virginia?
0: Uh, West Virginia would be like my first first team out. They would be my first team out. They would jump. There, there, I have two from, it would be, it's essentially two from each of the major conferences with the exception being four from the Big Ten and uh, two from the Pac-12, two from the Big Ten. That's how it would work out. So the second best team in the Big Ten is Oklahoma State, which has a head-to-head win over West Virginia. You have Oklahoma, which has a win over both of those. Wisconsin's only three losses are to... Uh, teams at 3, 5, and 6 in my ranking, so it makes sense that they're in there What I have them at 10. I had SC jump them. Uh, I'm giving... Uh, and how I'm doing is how I was deciding, I was based on, like, right now. It's the, which teams are hot right now. Because it doesn't matter, I mean, it matters to an extent to get you to this point, how you were at the beginning of the season, but it's not it's not your old team how you were at the beginning of the season playing now it's the team that you are right now and certain teams are just on fire I really to me even better than some of those playoffs I think that the Penn State SC Rose Bowl is going to be hype
1: so a question for you
0: all right
1: so going to Penn State's record just looking at it right now yeah two losses two losses you look at how much they won games by I mean look at Key games, like, at Temple, where they beat them by seven points. That was a close game, arguably.
0: Temple is Minnesota. Co- T- Temple won their conference championship,
1: by the yes. way. Yeah, I, know. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, I I mean, they went 10-3. and 3. Um, I mean, you look at the games. They didn't win any game except, like, against Purdue very decisively.
0: They beat Maryland. They killed Iowa 41-14. Look, like, look at Minnesota. They they beat Indiana by fourteen. They beat Rutgers 39-0. They beat Michigan State forty five to twelve. I mean, those seem pretty decisive. You're looking at the Minnesota game. Minnesota is a strong team, also.
1: Yeah, that's arguable.
0: Minnesota had a had a decent record this year. They they have a str- okay. The Penn State their two losses. Pitt, Pitt, is ranked in the top twenty five now, and. Uh then they lost to Temple, correct? Wait, no, did they beat Temple? They beat Temple. They beat they, Temple. They lost to Michigan. Okay, Michigan is Michigan. Everyone else everyone saw how yeah. good Michigan is. Uh Minnesota. I'm just they, saying, Minnesota Minnesota, Minnesota lost box. Minnesota lost four games. They lost to Nebraska, Wisconsin, Penn State, and Iowa. They lost to Iowa by one touchdown. That would be their bad loss bad loss. Minnesota's not bad either. There's a reason why they they're going to the Holiday Bowl against Florida, or uh, Washington State. So that's a, another that's a strong game. So I I get what you're saying. To me it's just at 12 at 12 it's much easier to say, "Eh, you're the team out. There's you you have a better justification as to why these are the 12." You know, as soon as you get to yeah. like 10 8 10 12 you have a better justification as, okay, this is why the line is here. You can say, you had four losses. We're not taking anyone with four losses. Sorry, Auburn. Whereas this year, it's like, eh, sorry, Penn State. You won nine in a row. You beat the team that we have at three, and you just killed, you know, the second half, you just killed Wisconsin. Yeah. That now is it seven or eight? You know, when they, where, were,
1: they were, at, they were six. at six.
0: Yeah, so it's just like, hey, Sorry, you know that's what doesn't make sense. I think I think you need to value conference championships because it's a gauntlet. You need to yeah, value and that. Yeah, it's the best
1: teams. You're playing the better team. Like the other team, other half of your conference, the best team from that side. Right. It should be viewed as a little bit higher.
0: Right. And and to me the head-to-head win over Ohio State that 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 proves that proves that it's like all right, you need an expanded you need an expanded playoff. But the the committee has their four and I can understand why those are their four. I mean, uh Penn State won by a field goal. And it was, you know, the, it was a field goal they they were home against uh Ohio State. So it's for for Ohio State their one loss being to Penn State, I can understand why they were there. They had good non-conference games they beat michigan in conference they ran the rest of their games i can understand why they were there but i think the expanding the playoff allows you to say winning your conference matters because to all the but, schools I mean, if you, if you to all the schools, State
1: should be in there and i can argue michigan's michigan should be in there too
0: No, because no, no, no. The reason why you can't is because Penn State won the conference and won the division that had both Ohio State and Michigan in it. That if you expand, if they expand the playoff, then you can say conference championships matter. They like to say, oh, conference championships matter now. They can't do that because you have a non conference champion in there. Granted, they only have one loss, which is rare. There's, you know, they're one of the only one loss teams. Uh but that's how it goes. All right. We're we're gonna wrap up right now. Ad nauseum. We'll we'll be able to to handle more questions. Anyone wants to discuss this further, they can uh tweet at us or uh, go to our Facebook page, that's debatable podcast on Facebook, the email, that's debatable at gmail.com. All of it's in the the Twitter bio. All of it's in the the podcast bio. If you want to get a hold of us, say any points. Give me an argument. Place all your emphasis all you want. Uh, Yeah, David, any last words?
1: Just want to say Western Michigan set almost every statistical record for touchdown throws, touchdown catches, and they're not in. Um, I think we just need to expand the playoff system because – Hey, I think everyone deserves if they go undefeated to be have a chance at winning the the big the whole thing and it's kind of unfair that they weren't given a shot.
0: I'm going to let that go. I'm not going to talk about how they only won by 6 even though I did they only won their conference championship by 6. That's a lot. Yeah, but of they stuff. won every
1: game by every other game by almost 40 points.
0: Well, they didn't win this one by 40. I, one, one I already, I already said expanded playoff. I agree, expanded playoff. To me, that's I think that conference championships need to matter, and because there are five power conferences, there's the power five conferences. You need to expand the playoff in some format to be able to say winning, coming out on top of your powerful conference matters. Because I think it does. All the schools care about it. It's an additional trophy, an honor. The schools all get a ring. You know, teams all get a ring. Everyone brags about it all year. Uh, after that, I think that the committee needs to adjust the playoff system to account for uh, conference championships. What, depending upon the extent that they want to do it by including other conferences, is a whole separate issue that we'll get into. But that's my spiel. Is conference championships matter? Expand the playoff to make sure you get all five and then the de- deserving teams. All right, so that's that's going to be our wrap-up. Thanks for tuning in uh, to our re-up episode. We're going to be back next week. Uh, could be a whole variety of issues. Could be one issue. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about, and we'll see you next week. inquiries email us at that's debatable at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at debate podcast